Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded. I'm your host, Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. I have been studying mind mastery and emotional management and its connection to spirituality for over 25 years. In this podcast, I help guide you out of your daily struggles in life, in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality. Life is hard, but your daily growth doesn't have to be. Join me three times a week as I lead you inward on a healing, creating, and connecting journey. Let's go get the nugget of inspiration. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you living a life you deserve. If you are not living a life that you deserve, then allow me to have the intention to give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. It pains me often to hear people, women, that are in relationships that, or let me, let me, let me rephrase, that they stay in relationships that no longer serve their well-being. I've had a couple of clients that I've worked with that have been in some detrimental situations, certainly detriment to their spirit. Some uh, relationships that were not cool. They were unhealthy in some way, sometimes even abusive. And I remember early on in my coaching career wanting to have this like shake them up kind of a conversation that says, listen, you deserve love. You deserve friendship. You deserve to marry and or be in a relationship with nothing less than someone you would call your very best friend. And I remember hearing the complaints from a couple of different situations, these girls, and hearing complaints about their boyfriends treating them terribly and disrespecting them and sometimes having abusive scenarios. And it was very heartbreaking to me. And I remember going, what are you doing? Like, why are you staying in that relationship? Why do you why do you continue to go back to that? And some were even as serious as restraining orders and even getting the police involved. And I remember talking with my coach and we used to do these monthly check-ins, like, how's your coaching going? And how are you feeling? And what's coming up for you? And I'm like, you know what's really coming up for me is these women that come come into my coaching or my programs and they're talking to me about their relationships and their relationships are so shitty. And they leave, they they make a they make a decision and they leave or they they set things straight and they start on this journey. And then just within a matter of a couple of weeks, they are back in that relationship again. And she goes, I know. She goes, I've dealt with a lot myself. She goes, but here's the thing. Everyone has to learn their value. And in order to have a life of duality, and that's the, the life that we that's the life that we experience, right? You can't know sadness without happiness. You can't know pain without joy. You can't know good without bad, right? And so they have to get to their own edge to the point where they go, you know what? I deserve more. I deserve more. And I want to give a couple of steps and some perspective about this. If you are listening to this podcast and you indeed are in a relationship that sucks, you are in a relationship that is anything less than respectful, healthy, loving, understanding, supportive, nice, friendly, did I say friendly, passionate, respectful. I mean, the list, I probably have repeated some because there's some that are so, so important. But if it is less than stellar in your eyes, then I only have one thing to say to you. Why do you stay if it is less than stellar? And then the only answer you could possibly give me is 
because I don't feel I deserve anything better. And now that's where we're going to work. Because when I was in my unhealthy relationship, and if you listen to my podcast, you know it was a four-year relationship that literally should have lasted four days. All the signs were there, all the flags were there, and I did not listen. I did not listen to my intuition, and I wasted four years, four long, miserable years of my life with this person. Four long years. And it was awesome. It was it was an awesome lesson because if I, it, I could have learned the lesson in probably four days, but instead I did not feel like I deserved it. I didn't feel like I was that great of a person to deserve. Now, I didn't, it wasn't in this punishment. I just didn't feel worthy. Is that you? When you stand back and you ask yourself, why am I in this relationship? And you get to the bottom and it sounds anything like because I'm not good enough for something better, because I'm not worthy of someone who loves me, because I'm not lovable, or because I just simply don't deserve it, or my parents didn't get along. This is my role model. Well, my parents are divorced, and thankfully so, because they couldn't be any more of a not good couple together. But I will tell you this. We are going to talk today about you stepping in to this place of deserving. My very first piece of advice to you is you can simply step into deserving because you say so. That's it. It's not because of your parents, not because of your siblings, your upbringing, any trauma you've gone through, anything, any of these beliefs or these bullshit beliefs that anybody has told you about yourself, about your body, your intelligence, your education, your background, your job, whatever. Do not believe other people's projections. What do I mean by that? When someone is giving you information and they're tearing you down as an insult, you don't have a good enough body. They're saying that about themselves. They don't feel like their body is good enough. You don't make enough money. They're saying the belief about themselves. They don't feel like they make enough money. Here's what I say. Here's an analogy and an image that you can put in your face that you can put right in front of you when someone is giving you crappy beliefs and they want you to believe them and they don't lift you up and they don't inspire you is when they're puking their crap on you is you pretend you are standing there holding a full length mirror and they are saying those things to their reflection in the mirror. For one, it makes me laugh. And for two, it gives me a perspective about how they feel about themselves. So then when I go, okay, so if they're in a relationship and they're treating me that way, but these are the things that they believe about themselves, then answer me this question. What is it that they need to be a good partner? They need to love themselves. So we're going to start there, ladies. We're going to start at the very base foundation that you need to grow your life in any way you want. Financially, in the area of health, better relationships, a better career, whatever it is you want. You start with this one thing, self-care and self-love. You can only love another to the depth in which you love yourself. So if I don't love myself very much, if I'm carrying a very shallow bucket with not a lot of love to give, the relationship that I step into is also going to reflect the amount of self-love that I have for myself. Check that out. All of the outside world gives you feedback about what is going on on the inside world. 
And we think, okay, great. That's great, Jen. Thanks a lot. You know, that tells me basically I don't love myself. And I go, I'm sorry to say it. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. But here's the, here's the hope. You can start today to start loving yourself. And you go, yeah, but people around me don't love you. I'm sorry. People around me don't love me. That's right, because they don't love themselves. Remember, hold up the full-length mirror. So here we're going to start with self-love and self-care. And I want you to have a journal out. And I want you to have your favorite pen or pencil. And I want you to write this down. Self-care leads to self-love. Self-care leads to self-love. Now, now let's expand on that. This is about you taking you in all areas, in all aspects of you, and going, where do I need to improve my life? What can I do? What about my health? Am I eating crappy foods? Am I not taking care of my body, my physical body? Am I eating crappy foods? Am I brushing my, my hair and my teeth regularly? Am I taking care of my body? Am I getting some exercise or some movement and some fresh air? Okay, go do that. Go do that. Go do it. Get out and walk. Get out and walk. Move your body. Become one with nature. Mother nature will always support you. Get out and walk. Go on a trail. Go kayaking. Go bike riding. Walk your dog. If you don't have a dog, go get a dog and walk your dog. Walk to work. Take the stairs. Do what you can to get your body moving. Why do I say that? For one, I was a personal trainer and I understand the absolute benefits of exercise. It creates the hormones and the endorphins in your body that just make you feel good. And when you are out in the fresh air, you're connecting with nature, you're moving your body, you're, you're um, expanding these endorphins and these hormones, and you're feeling amazing. Once you feel amazing, what starts happening? What emotion starts to be emitted from your body? I'll let you sit with that for a second. You can pause this you can pause this this episode right now and start to think about it, but I'm telling you, moving your body in a way that you like. I'm not saying drag your butt to the gym if you hate the gym. Don't go to the gym then. Go outside, get a bike, um, go kayaking, go swimming, go just go for a walk and then walk over there at the mall or walk over there on the beach or walk over there in the mountains or a trail. It doesn't matter. Find something that you love doing and go do it, even if you've never done it before. What it will do what it will do, listen to me, what it will do is increase your confidence. Isn't that weird? Going for a walk is going to increase my confidence? She's crazy. But you got to put your phone away. You can listen to some great inspirational music. You could even listen to one of my podcast episodes. (laughs) But get going. Because when you start taking care of your body, you become valuable to you. When you become valuable to you, you will stop taking shit from others. When I was in that relationship, I've always been active my whole life. I played every single sport that was offered at my school. I was constantly outside. I was constantly moving, biking, running, playing, hiking, swimming, everything that I could do. And I grew up with no money. My family grew up with no money. And so I got my butt outside and I played and I used my imagination and I climbed things like crazy, which leads to the story. I'm a huge rock climber. I love rock climbing. Love it. You could not keep my feet on the ground when I was a kid. And when I was in this poopy relationship for four stinking years, I remember we had a, a, a gym. We had a climbing gym that opened. I'm like, I'm totally going climbing. Well, this girl that I was dating, who was a piece of crap, she was afraid of heights. 
So she wasn't going climbing with me. She would go maybe once or twice, but she kept her feet on the ground. And then there were times I'm like, come on, let's go do something. And she's like, no, nah, I don't really want to do anything. I don't really want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I'm like, oh, come on. So then what, sto- then what happened? I stopped going. I devalued my desires. I stopped going. I stopped going. I stopped doing the thing I loved. Let's go bike ride. I bought her a mountain bike one time for her birthday. Do you think she rode it? Nope. I think she rode it twice. And then no, no doubt she probably sold it for something, for some beer or something. So she, we didn't go do these things together. As I stopped doing them, even though I enjoyed them, I stopped going because she didn't want to go. And my value of myself started to diminish because I didn't start, I didn't continue moving my body. Then when things started getting really stupid in our relationship and she continued to cheat on me, I had no value. I should have left the relationship the first time it happened. And I didn't because I didn't think anybody else was going to want me. No other relationship. I know I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix her. I'm going to earn all of this. I'm going to make a difference in our lives. How many of you listening believe that? And guess what? It didn't work. 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 And I'm going to, I can repeat it for a billion times. It did not work. Okay. But when I lost the value in myself, now I am an empty carcass during these times of struggle in our relationship. I'm empty inside. And if you've ever gone where you guys have a fight and he leaves or she leaves and you are just feeling like this empty bowl, this just empty wet cardboard box, (laughs) it's an awful feeling, isn't it? I had no love for myself. Nothing. Nothing. And it wasn't until I got back, and this is going to take me on to step two, I got back to creating a life outside of the relationship. I started climbing again. I joined a basketball league. I started getting out. I started walking and I started running. I loved running on the beach and barefoot in the sand. I started swimming. I got a snowboard. I started snowboarding and I started doing these things without her. And then you know what happened? There was a time that when she was cheating on me, I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done dealing with this. I'm done dealing with you because I deserve better. One of our times during this breakup, we broke up several times and it was really stupid because I was, I was a stupid one. I will tell you that. I was a stupid one, but it's because I devalued myself. I'll, oh, she wants to come back. Yay. Maybe, you know, she'll stop cheating on me now. She's got it all figured out. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. All the way to the end of the final time that, that she broke up. The final time. And I was an empty carcass. But it was when I got in there and I'm like, okay, listen, there are people out there who have healthy relationships. There are people of all walks of life and all backgrounds and all financial statuses and all jobs that have healthy relationships. I want that. Which takes me to step three. I was curious. Be curious in thinking you can have that relationship. You just have to know that it's out there for you. And it doesn't matter how much time you have invested in the current relationship. If it is not working out and you have tried, if there has been too much damage, because here's what we do is we hold on to this little nugget of hope that they're going to change, that something is going to change. And here's what happens. You guys come together. You're on two rocky foundations that don't go together. Two halves don't make a whole. You have to be whole 
and the other person has to be whole, meaning they have to have full buckets of love to share with each other. Two empty buckets do not make a full bucket. You have to have two people that have self-respect and self-love and just this value of themselves to come together to make this big, beautiful relationship. And if you don't have that, then everybody needs to take a time out from each other and go get that. Okay? So then you come together with these two empty buckets, you have passionate sex, you have what could be called a relationship or a friendship, and it doesn't really, it's not supportive. There's sarcasm, there's criticism, there's judgment, there's behavior that is unacceptable to you. There's cheating, there's maybe physical abuse, there's emotional abuse, there's crap being thrown around, there's stuff that is just not a healthy, just deems to be, it's not a healthy relationship. If you can't make a list where the healthy and the loving and the joyful things in your relationship is bigger than the stuff that isn't, then you are in a lopsided relationship, sister. I'm telling you. Now, we all hold on to hope. And here's what happens. Everybody gets mad. We have this big giant fight. He moves out. She moves out. You break up. You spend about, I don't know, five, seven, ten days away from each other. And then the apologies start. You feel terrible. It's empty. The bed's empty. The house is empty. Then you start thinking of all the good things. How much fun you guys used to have. The things you have in common. How great the sex was. All of these things that made that relationship so amazing. But you forgot. The part of the relationship that isn't mature enough to be amazing. And then one of you calls, the other one comes over, and it's great. You guys have great, mad, passionate sex. You make love. It's amazing. Oh, my God. He's changed. She's changed. It's great. Two days later, did he just call me fat? Did he just swear at me? Did he just throw a, a beer across the room again? He hasn't changed a bit. No, because nobody can change in five days. That would have to be a traumatic, tremendous an event. I've never experienced, I'm 50 years old, I've never experienced anything changing that quickly. So, what do we do? You build up your value. You build up your value, your self-love, your curiosity. You start maintaining, building a life outside of the relationship. And let me ask you this. A life doesn't mean dating somebody else while you're dating someone else. It just means go find the things that you love doing. Go hang out with the people you love hanging out with. Go find people and friends and family who lift you up. As they lift you up, you gain confidence and you gain value and you gain self-love. And when you gain those things, your life begins to change. Now, if you are in a relationship where your partner is like, oh, hell no, are you going to do that on your own? And they won't let you go. And they tell you and turn you against your friends and your families. Please go seek help and get out of that relationship as fast as possible. That is a sign of an abusive relationship. Get out of it as fast as possible. If they are controlling you in that way, they don't want you to be inspired because they know that in that inspiration, you're going to be confident enough to leave this relationship. And they want you to be in fear. They want you to be in fear because they can control you when you're in fear. They can control you. You give up your empty bucket for control. That, my friend, is not love. That is not support. That is abuse. Now, if I, like, I love rock climbing. Amy has gone rock climbing with me a few times. Um, I can't say that it's her favorite, but she does like it. I mean, she would go with me, right? But if I were to say, listen, honey, I'm going to go three days a week to the new climbing gym, she'd be like, oh, my God, have fun. Take pictures. What would your partner say if you decided you were going to do that? 
would they support you or would they prevent you from going? What if I told Amy, I'm going to go hang out with some friends from work or some coaching friends or maybe even some past clients or something. I'm going to go hang out with some friends after work. She'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, I have so much fun. Where are you guys going? What are you doing? She'd totally be in 100%. She would want to go because she's very social. But if I said, well, it's just kind of some coaching friends. We're just going to be talking about coaching. I mean, you can go if you want, but if you don't want to, can I go? She'd be like, oh my God, have so much fun. What would your partner say? Would they support you in building a life of enjoyment outside of your relationship? Now, again, this is all within the, the boundaries that you guys have set in your relationship, of course. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking about going out and cheating on anybody. I'm just saying that would this create this, this pressure would they prevent you from doing that? And if they are trying to prevent you from living a life outside of the relationship, that is abuse. That is control. Now, unless there's been some other, you know, where you've been, you know, naughty in the past and now they don't trust you, you got to go get that figured out. So I'm not saying every time your, your spouse or your partner says, hey, you can't do that thing without me. But think about it and maybe ask some friends, do you think my spouse is abusive? Do you think my partner, my, my boyfriend, my girlfriend is abusive? And if they are telling you things, because I had, you guys, I had friends that were like, dude, that girl that you're dating is a piece of crap. And here's seven reasons why you should not be dating her. But because I didn't value myself, I couldn't see what they saw. I was in the fog of it. Now, back when I was talking to my coach about this, and she goes, that's very frustrating. But here's the thing. If you do come across a client, who is like, okay, I'm in this relationship and here's the thing and he's he's a this and he's a that and I feel like a this and, and it's just terrible and awful and we had this big fight and he moved out and blah, blah, blah. And I start coaching and then they go, what should I do? I can't, as a coach, I can't answer that question. But everybody knows you should leave. You should start valuing yourself. At least start focusing. Maybe, you should, maybe it doesn't have to be leaving, but you should definitely start adding value in your own life through things that you're choosing to do. You go hang out with inspirational people. Is your partner preventing you from making friends? Is your partner preventing you from spending time with your family? They don't want to be found out. They're keeping you in a state of fear and separation. But if your partner supports that, I say go do it. Fill your own bucket. Self-love is by far the biggest brick you can put in your foundation of life. Because you start with self-love, you will take care of your body. You will take care of your money. You will take care of your, of your family, your house, your kids, your future. You will have preservation. You will be proactive in your life. You will look to things that create a life of excitement and joy and happiness. And you will go find those things in that space of curiosity. Because remember, in this part of the relationship, I was so freaking sick of dealing with it. I went to the bookstore. I just like all of a sudden was in the car and I'm like, there's people out there that have great relationships. I'm going to go find one. We're in the middle of a breakup. I can't even stand what's going on right now. This is the fifth time she's cheated on me and I'm completely empty inside. All of a sudden, I find myself in the Borders bookstore in the dark. In a, in, you know, <laughs> no, I don't know how the bookstore doesn't have all these lights, but it's like in the dark recesses of the store in the self-help section. <laughs> And I spent uh, several hours, like I, don't, I couldn't even tell you how long, and I'm reading this book cover to cover. I'm like, oh my God, this is the stuff I needed to know. I need to know this. I need to implement. I need to learn and I need to take action because I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of not having a relationship that's fun. I'm sick and tired of coming home and not knowing who I was going to find, who was going to be there to receive me from work. Instead of a honey, I'm home, I'm like, oh, God, is this going to be a good night or not? 
Is she going to be sitting on the couch with a beer telling me she just cheated on me again? It was awful. It was awful. And I don't want that for you. And I want you to know that the grass is greener on the other side if you start planting grass in your bucket. If you start filling your bucket. So let's recap. Self-care and self-love, start there. Start there. Take care of your body. Start taking care of your body. Start making yourself feel beautiful. Your partner, if it's love and support, will also support that. If I am going to the gym and taking care and, you know, getting a new hairstyle and new clothes, Amy's going to be like, damn, you're sexy, man. Like, what's happening, right? You look fantastic rather than why are you going to the gym? You don't need to lose weight or sabotaging your success. Pay attention. The signs are out there. The next is to find that life just a little bit. Just start doing some things that create confidence. Start learning new skills. Start getting new hobbies. Finding things that bring you joy. Find some people, some friends. Do some meetups. Go kayaking. Go explore the world around you. Start taking the lid off of your bucket that you're in. I'm sorry, your barrel that you're in. That you can't see the life, the possibility outside of this barrel. Go, go, and go. And then being curious. Huh, is Jen right? Could I really find a great relationship? Is that even possible for me? Could I have that? And I'm saying yes, 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 yes. Because you know what? You deserve it. You deserve it. At the end of this podcast, which is coming up in like a minute, I want you to go find a mirror. And I want you to go stare yourself straight in the eyes in the mirror and, I, and say to yourself out loud, I deserve it. I deserve love. I deserve support. I deserve friendship. I deserve respect. I deserve passion. I deserve it. Simply, simply because I say so. If you enjoy this show, please consider making a small donation. This helps me to continue creating powerful episodes for you each week, but also you become a bigger part of changing the world by changing yourself one episode at a time. By investing in my show, you are investing in yourself, your life, and your planet. And by elevating yourself, you are elevating others around you. And I thank you.